judging my penis <laughs> size been about nine inches away. <laughs> Yo, it's PJP, Personal Jukebox Podcast. My name is Simon. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And we're going to... Whoa, 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 whoa. Lock up your fucking daughters. It's only less. <laughs> Are you doing your eyes? I'm good, my friend. I'm I, good. I need to bump you up a bit there, because I'm not really fucking loud in the mix. Yeah, but your mouth is like literally two inches away from the <laughs> mic, where I'm like a good... Nine inches away, yeah. He's got a good from nine judging, inches. Judging my penis size, been about nine inches away. <laughs> Are you doing anyway? Are you okay? Oh, I'm very good, mate. Yeah. 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 Um, let's just stop the music for a second, Les. Yeah. What you got to say about Frank the Wank? Oh. <laughs> uh, anybody who's listened to the last episode, there was a great discussion about uh, the aforementioned Frank the Wank. You were the other name that was brought up on it. People mm. have people have asked me like at least at least five people. <laughs> really? Yeah, at least five people <laughs> have like said Frank the Wank, WTF? Yeah. Um, well, is it is it a legit? It's a, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Right. Ning said we were fourteen, fifty. We weren't. We were younger than that. We were like thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. Were thirteen because I just started a paper round, and. You know, we used to go down the, the the cup fishing, and we used to have to bugger off at tea time and go and do our paper rounds, and then we come back down after and finish okay. it off. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the first the first time that I said Frank, me and PK were fishing down the cut, and we was aware <laughs> that this old bloke just pulled up on this bike. It was a it was a rally cobra, as PK, PK said. Fantastic recall that was. Yeah, it, and he um, he got like these panniers on the back. What's a pannier? Like a like a satchel bag. Okay, yeah. You know, mm. and um, to carry he, your shit in. Yeah, to carry your shit in. <laughs> and he was just, he was just, just there watching us. Yeah. <laughs> so like, we was like, yeah, what's going Who's on there? Who's that guy? Anyway, after about ten minutes, he was like, "You all right, lads?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Blah blah. <laughs> Want a fag? And he was crashing us these fucking super kings, as PK mm. said. They were fucking super kings. Yeah, yeah. And then after about ten minutes, he got this porno mag out and was showing us these porno mags. And was like, <laughs> anyway, having a bit of a chat to him. <laughs> Don't think nothing of it. And he fucked off. Anyway, we was there every day in the six weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he'd come down every day and he'd yeah. say that he, oh, I went to Goversley and then I went to fucking Kimber, blah, 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 blah. Cut a long story short, it didn't take him long. Unbeknown to us, he was, he was grooming us. <sighs> say. We were so innocent <clears throat> and we didn't know what the yeah, hell exactly. was. You know, oh look at this nice guy giving well, us fags. We used to love him coming down. Oh, yeah. thanks, Dan. Could you just give us fags yeah. and fucking chocolate bars and this, that, and the other? Like. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> I remember him giving me a drifter the once. <laughs> well, anyway, cut a long story short. He was he was a creepy fucker, and he used to wear this sailor's cap. Yeah, and he had no teeth. And mm. 
he used to go on about soft jobs. Soft job. PK and said like, that, yeah. And I got it out of him. What what's a soft job? It turns out he he told me he said that the doctors have given him something so we can't get an hard on. Okay. And I was like, what a fucking oh. yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, then yeah. he used to keep telling us about. Oh, I said, I said this bloke down the roundhouse, and um, he was he was wanking. <laughs> so that's why we called him Frank the Wank. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> took him a little bit of a while. Took him a good, I don't know, three or four weeks. But yeah, the one day we turn round and he's fucking, he's lying on the fucking bank, fucking with his cock out, wanking. Oh, God. Man. And he was like, what, what? <laughs> fucking hell, he's having a wank. <laughs> I mean, I laugh now, but fucking hell. It was, it, he was grooming us and he was a paedophile, man. If yeah, I would have not, yeah. I would have fucking smashed him oh, yeah. to pieces as an adult, but he would give us fags. Yeah, yeah. He befriended you. He befriended he us. And, trust. and we befriended him. Yeah, yeah. We, oh, yeah. he's Frank, yeah. Fucking all right, Frank. <laughs> Come on over here. Oh, fucking <laughs> Come on over here, Frank. And, you know. Mm. Yeah, but once he got his cock out and started fucking wanking, that was it. We knew there was something fucking not right with him. It was a bit too far, then. So we, um, fuck off. Oh, but, yeah, he was known as Joe to others, Jack to other people, and fucking... Whatever, and I see him in Brawley Hill, fucking market the once, and mm. um, we see him in Merry Hill. He got this fucking fake fiver on the floor. Yeah, he, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, mate, it's true what Pico was saying. There was a notorious um, pedo on Brawley Hill Market, wasn't there? I think he had the. Did he have the comic book shop or something oh, upstairs? I don't know. I remember my mom when I was a kid, like saying, "Don't go stick." And I fucking loved comic books. Yeah. And she was like, "No, don't go up there by yourself. He's 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 a funny man. He is." <laughs> Funny man. Yeah. But, uh, you, saying about being like, um, it was by the navigation, wasn't it? The navigation and Gothersley. The Gothersley Bridge, we used to see him at. As Do well. you? I don't know if you were there that time when they, when the guy who claimed that he was like inverted commas the warden, came up to. We were parked in the in the woods there, and he came up and he was like, uh, "Look at this! Look at this! Look, there's people." Then putting. Nails in the trees so they can climb up there and watch people having sex. And I found this, and he, he was like, up my gas. It was like a bottle of poppers or something like that. and he, Or a flyer for it. Is this when we used to go down Cedric? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I remember the bloke who said he was the warden. Yeah, yeah. And, well, I don't he, remember him got, being he ever... He got, like, crazy eyes, like, really, like, fucking... I don't know, really wide eyes. Well, he must have been some kind of fucking authority figure because when I got arrested for fucking cannabis yeah he was with the fucking coppers the prick oh really yeah yeah oh no way ah so now yeah oh, maybe he was then yeah I just thought he was a chancer it was like no no, some no. Lads. he must have been <clears throat> some kind of authority figure because he was with them fucking bastards when they arrested me <laughs> with them fucking bastards <laughs> <laughs> done you up like a kiffer oh, then didn't they bastards. yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, right, so there, there's the Frank the Wank discussion out the way. It's true, and it's fucking sick, and um, yeah, he was a real person, and he was a fucking paedophile. And a real pervert. He's probably dead now, man. Yeah, He's got to be in his yeah. 90s, I'd say. Yeah, yeah I don't know how, tra- how to transition from that, but on this episode, we're going to be doing Dookie by Green Day. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, Dookie. Dookie. Mm, okay. Mm, slight baby shit. Frank Log Babies. Yeah, oh, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I bet he was a, a bit of a scat 
guy. He liked boys, mate. Mm. He, well, we was all lads, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, he was all lads, weren't you? He weren't chasing that pussy, was he, Frank? No. Um, yeah, Green Day Dookie. You, I always remember you as being like a bit of a Green Day fan. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. Still to this day? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, I got a new album out, haven't yeah, they? And yeah. uh, I have heard a few. Uh, a few of the, the songs that I've seen on Facebook pop up, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, it's all right. But I'm not a massive, massive fan, mm. but I was back in 94, like... Yeah, definitely. What's your, like, history with Green Day? How did you get into it, and what was, what well, was the first stuff? obviously, probably the same as everybody else, Basket Case. For you, that was as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was on the mm. box, it was on MTV, it was fucking everywhere. All right? over it, yeah. And that video was fucking ace it was like they they wheeled the drummer in with the wheelchair didn't <laughs> yeah, they and i was like yeah. what the fuck's going on here yeah. and then that was like this nut house and they fucking played this tune mate and it was just, whoa <laughs> but saying that you are aware of the source yeah right? the source for the listeners who don't know what the yes. source is it's it was a youth club in barnet lane wordsley yeah um, in like a school grounds. In, in like a school grounds. Uh, it was a youth club for years and years. But also, I went to play school there. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did. Did you? Really? Yeah, really? I went to play school oh, there. Oh, superb. Yeah. Well, then they used to have <clears> other <throat> things there, like they had talking newspaper for the blind. Mm-hmm. Um, Ridge Hill, you know, the disabled and, mm-hmm. and all that. They used to go down on a Wednesday night. It was it was a hub. It was a local hub. Yeah, like a community. It was a community. Centre yeah, yeah. Well, it was a community centre, but then yeah. they changed the name to the Source, like yeah. the Music Arts Festival. Yeah, it had an eight track eight track studio where we used to yes, uh, record. Yes. It had like three or four rehearsal rooms, and because my house backed onto it, it did, and I'd been there since the age of like three or four. I got in with Phil, mm-hmm. who, who was the the bloke who run it. And when we started our first band, he let us have the he let me have the keys <clears throat> to the place. Okay, yeah. So I had the keys. To the, yeah, yeah, yeah. But before that, when I was about twelve, thirteen, maybe fourteen, they used to have gigs there. What? They used to have gigs there, no. and it was called the Cat House. Oh no, I never and, remember that. Oh, they had bands <clears throat> like GD, Exc- yeah. Excrement of War. Mm-hmm. All these really hardcore fucking bands at play. And because we was only like 12, 13, yeah, we couldn't yeah. go in, so we used to like watch through the back door, like. Yeah, like listen to the music. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, after a couple of months of this, mm-hmm. Phil was like, oh, I know you shouldn't really be in, but like, come on in, come on in. So we used to sit there and watch the bands like, and we was like, because mm. we was 12, 13, and yeah, that was all yeah. like 18, 19, drinking yeah. and whatnot, and yeah. that was all metalheads and that. How many people did they get down for them gigs? Oh, mate, it was fucking massive. There really? used to be hundreds of people in there. No yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a really big fucking cut down in the end because some girl apparently almost died of alcohol poisoning on the <laughs> fucking steps of the source, like. <laughs> so, um,. But cut, cut a long story short, when we had the keys to the place, when I was about 18, 19, yeah. he also entrusted us with the keys to the safe. Oh, fucking hell. Right? And he used to let me go and collect money off the bands that was in there, <laughs> yeah. and I'd have to write him a receipt out and put the money in the safe. <laughs> so we used to get the fucking everything out there and look. I mean, all these books, these old invoice books, yeah. right? Looking through all these invoice books, and there was one from 1989. Yeah. 
Green Day. Really? Yeah, really. No shit. Really. Fucking hell. No shit. Yeah. Whether it was the Green Day... Whether it was this Green Day, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Green Day changed their name to Green Day in 1989. So it's... And they did have bands over from Germany, Japan, America... Oh, no, I didn't realise that. So it stands a chance that that was probably the first time I've seen them. I can't remember them. Yeah. But they were there. That's mental. How did he let you have the keys to the fucking safe? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Or were they just on the ring? I you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> he knew me for years. Mm. I mean, when I went to play school, he was the bloke who run it. Yeah. And he used to see me playing in my garden, playing yeah. football yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and whatnot, and... He used to come over and talk to me sometimes, not as a paedophile. No, Phil the Badger. I, I, I will say that Phil the Badger wasn't a paedophile. No, it, where, where's the bloke now? What happened to him? I don't know. Don't know? I don't know. I did see him on Facebook a few years back, and I added him as a friend, and mm-hmm. he never fucking... Oh, never? Never replied. No. Oh, why? Yeah, shame, though. I, I believe they're doing some nights now. I don't know if it's something to do with the... I don't know if it's something to do with a church group or something. They're trying to like do kids' youth mm. groups or stuff there. I don't know if it's with a church or with some some kind of group are trying to, I don't know, give the youth something to do, I guess. But they ain't fucking interested now, are they? You know what no, I mean? No, um, that place holds so <clears throat> many fucking memories for me. I mean, mm. I've sp- I spent at least half of my life <laughs> dancers from, yeah. from the age of zero till I was 21. Yeah. It's weird, man. You don't like really have um, that's that's what's wrong with the kids today. Mm. No fucking community thing like that. The kids interested in like being in bands and like doing stuff like that anymore. They're not, are they? Mate, we on a, old bastard alert. Here we go. On a Monday night, I went to Kayford Youth Youth Centre. Mm-hmm. On a Tuesday night, I went to the Source. On a Wednesday night, I went to Kayford Youth Centre. Mm-hmm. Thursday, went to the Source. Friday was Kayford Youth Centre. <clears throat> there was something every night. Yeah, there was We was always on. out. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, fucking get on to the government, let's make a run. Local mm. mayor. <laughs> nah, I could be arsed with all that shit. That's for Ning, that is. <laughs> Ning says he wants to be a councillor when he's fucking semi-retired, so let, let him do that shit. Oh, Ning would love it, wouldn't he? Ooh. He'd love that, wouldn't you? Yeah. He'd love that, wouldn't you, Ning? <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, Green Day Duque, released February the 1st, 1994 in America. Uh, didn't chart over here until November, apparently. Right, okay. So that's like a bit of a, bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a gap, isn't it? On its 11 week, 11th week released on the UK charts, it reached its peak of number 13 over here. 114 weeks overall on the charts. Uh, it's their third studio album, yep. I believe. Uh, the major label debut uh-huh. from them. Uh, what was it? Was it Kaplunk? Kaplunk was before. Yeah. And before Kaplunk, there was two EPs. Yeah, it was one got like numbers. like. Th- it was called 39 something. Yeah. But then they put the two EPs together and made a big album of it, and it was called 1039 Slappy Hours or something Some, like that. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, I saw and that somewhere. I borrowed that album off PK and I had it for about two years and in the end he got that pissed off with me. Let's want my fucking CD back, so I'll give it to you. <laughs> but I love both of them, Kaplunk and Slappy Hours, but mm. the production was fucking shit. It was like it was recorded in a toilet. 
Yeah, I think the looking through when I was doing stuff, they recorded three days. It took them to do them first two albums, whereas mm. this one took them like three weeks. Yeah, and even then they were thinking, "Fucking hell, this is taking too long." And the label were like, "Nah, calm down, do it properly." Yeah, yeah. Do the stuff. Let's record it properly this time. And you can tell, can't you, when you listen to those? It's just better productive. It's just like they've double tracked the guitars, and it's just it's just better. It's just yeah. better. Like the the first two albums, you can tell it's just one guitar, like fucking. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, a bit. Yeah. It's just a bit. I mean, the songs are good, but it's just a bit shit. Like I listened to this album obviously a, a load of times, and I, I gave both of those. Well, them two are listen as well. And there's a lot of the same things. They've got, I don't know, were Green Day the first pop-punk band as such? Because they definitely have got more of a, um, what's the word, uh, like harmony melodies and stuff in there. I would say so. <clears throat> um, Green Day was the band that I heard that first introduced me to harmonies. I mean, you know, harmonies, I'm, a, you know I'm a singer, same as yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I never heard the harmonies on Maiden or Metallica. They were there. Oh, they were there, and you can look back. And you can look back and you can hear them. Yeah. But I, Green Day Dookie was the first time that I actually, you could hear the harmonies, and I was yeah. blown away by them. So whenever I sung along to it, I used to sing the harmonies. They sing the harmonies. Yeah. I found myself doing that as yeah. I was driving around the past couple of weeks, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, this was, as I said, this was their first album when they were signed to a major label they were called they were labeled because if because if there's one scene that's going to hate people for getting popular it's the punk scene Mm. yeah and they were labeled sellouts by the og fans yeah for leaving lookout records wasn't it yeah but look at the style of music that was playing even on them first two albums it was pop punk yeah it wasn't like the sex pistols no or bad religion Mm -mm. or pennywise they were proper Punk, one yeah, day. Yeah, this yeah. was this was pop punk. It, it, so they, the harmonies, so, the melodies, the so so. People <clears> say they sold out. They must have sold out from the very beginning, then. Yeah, because they're not mega different. They it's, haven't changed their style at all, really. It, I think it's just that they signed to a a major record yeah. label, and everyone's like, oh, "Fucking, you can't blame him for that." You can't blame them. That's what you're getting a band for, isn't it? To yeah. get signed. Yeah, I would have thought. Yeah. I'd, you know, um, there was a a punk fanzine at the time called Maximum Rock and Roll, and they were slating them at the time. And an independent music club, nine nine hundred and twenty four nine two four Gilman Street, who banned them after their September the third gig. They did a gig in September the third on uh, I'm guessing in nineteen ninety four. Yeah, they were like, Nah, you fucking sold out. You can't come and play here no more. Kind of thing. And they'd done loads of gigs there. They. Green Day did return. They played a benefit concert for the for the venue in 2015. So you know, fair fucks to them and stuff. Mm. Um, as I said, it took three three weeks to record, and they wanted to call it Liquid Dookie because they all, apparently they always got the shits when they were on tour for eating bad or off food. <laughs> yeah. Got a bit of a story. Okay, yeah. I read in a magazine, <laughs> The Woods, right? That was the interviewing the the, the bass players. Mike Durant, what's his Durant, isn't Durant, it? Durant. D-I-R-N-T. Yeah, yeah. That was interviewing him, and they said to him, what's the most ludicrous thing you ever done? And he says, I was about eight. And he says, 
and I was eating a bag of peanuts and he says and the next day I did a shit and there was a peanut in it so I picked it out and I ate it again <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was quality um, yeah you said Mike Durnt that isn't his name it's Pritchard isn't it really I don't know yeah it's Pritchard really apparently he got his name because that was the sound he made on the on the bass was dun 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 like when we call PK slap twanger the, the, yeah, yeah that yeah. kind of thing so you got him on, on the bass and the backing vocals uh, you got Billy Joe Armstrong on guitars and vocals and then you got Trey Cool also well his real name Frank Wright Try cool on drums as well. Where's that name come from, Try Cool? I've always was it very cool. Like, I, yeah, very cool. I've always known him as Try Cool, but I assumed that was never his real name. And yeah, yeah, yeah. This came along probably this and Offspring Smash. Same year. Same, like a few months away from each other, weren't they? And you were coming off grunge i think cobain had killed himself hadn't he boy not by when it was released in america but definitely by the time it fucking got mainstream i would say yeah by the by the time that i heard self-esteem and yes basket case yeah yeah kurt cobain had already done away with we himself. had over here in, in yeah. the uk yeah, yeah definitely um yeah like the arms came at two months of each other um but punk rock back to the mainstream basically because it did it was like oh this is the next thing coming along and it inspired like fucking hell loads i'd imagine of bands even at lady gaga said it's the first album she ever bought what um, dookie dookie yeah by green day okay so yeah you know it's fucking if you think of um the pop punk renaissance probably at the end of the 90s when you had like your blinks and things like that i don't, I don't know if actually was a lull yeah, Screen Day weren't really doing that then or... Oh, fucking, I don't know. But yeah, should we get into the album? Go on. Should we get into the album? The first track... Now, I'd never listened to this album all the way through knowingly. I probably had done. But yeah, the first track is called Burnout. Burnout. I declare I don't care no more I'm burning up and I've been growing bored In the smoke and When I listened to it, I thought, it's really uplifting, the um, the Green Day sound. But then when you listen to the lyrics, it's the absolute opposite. This whole album, it's so fucking down lyrically-wise, isn't it? It's about being a teenager, in it, really? So I think so, anyway. Well, yeah, being a teenager and, like, I don't know, fucking, like, general apathy and fucking uh, towards life, really. And stuff, and there's a lot of complaining and rebelling. It's basically about yeah. teenagers rebelling against the parents' wishes. I think that's the yeah. way I yeah. saw it. As I say, it was just really when you look at the lyrics, it's quite sad, really, isn't mm. it? Like the, the the content and stuff like that. I don't know. Um, I always thought to myself that, especially early Green Day, I thought they were really like yeah, 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 punk. And then by the time they got to maybe doing probably American Idiot. Then that's when they got a bit like heavy and serious. But really, Billy Joe's always been quite heavy and serious in his lyrics. To be fair with you, Sight, 
I don't really listen to a band for their fucking lyrics. That's what I mean. It took me unaware when I read them. Yeah. If I like the music and I like, it's, it's all about the music and the melody for me. Mm-hmm. I can't give a fucking shit what I'm singing about. Sometimes you just sing along like subconsciously. You just know the lyrics without taking them in. My missus is always saying, "Oh, this song's brilliant. Listen to the lyrics." And I'm like, I don't give a shit about the lyrics. <laughs> what's the fucking what? What's the melody? What's the harmonies mm-hmm. like? Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I never really studied the lyrics. Yeah. that much. To yeah. be fair. Took me unawares, as I say, because mm. I didn't even... Even, like, like everybody knows the singles off this album, mm. and you could probably sing along to them all you like, but when you actually, like, I don't know, stop and think what he's actually saying, it's very, I don't know, it's very, um... I don't know, what's the word? He's like, I suppose he's like an apathy or a just down on your look. And like I suppose a, they're coming from fuck all, really. Yeah, he's like a bit of a manic depressive, isn't he, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's so much depression and stuff in his lyrics, yeah? Like, it's fucking all about that. What did I write down? Boredom, anxiety, relationships, and sexuality as well. Mm. Because there's, like, one track directly references it, and then, obviously, in Green Day, I never... In Green Day, in Basket Taste, Basket Case, I didn't even realise the lyric there until reading it. But well, when he went to a whore, he said, his mind's a bore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, so it's a man. I, I picked up on that straight away. I was never, thinking, what's going on here, like? I didn't know that till like, two weeks ago kind of thing. All right. You're about fucking 25 years behind me, <laughs> so... <laughs> This is another album released in the US which had like no singles because they were trying to drive album sales as they did throughout the 90s. Right. No singles, make people buy the album, hence why albums were getting big sales. And as I said to like Ning and PK, what was the last fucking album you bought? Legitimate physical copy album? I can't remember mine. For myself, it was probably Ailstorm, Seventh Room of a Seventh Room. Yeah, and how long ago was that there? That was probably about 18 months ago. Um, okay. And then I had, for Christmas, I had bought me a couple of Beast in Black albums. A couple of what? Beast in Black. Mm-mm. I like power metal, so... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're power metal. Yeah. And they're like Norwegian. <laughs> but they speak perfect, singing perfect English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite fucking quality, mate. Beast in Black. Beast in Black. Them fucking quality. They've only got three albums out. Mm. First album's a bit, mm, but the second two, oh, the second album, <laughs> quality. And then I bought, I bought, I bought a couple of physical albums. I bought uh, Machine Head Burn My Eyes uh, for Danny for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that one for me, really. Mm. Track two. Track two is called Having Having a Blast. <laughs> Having a Blast. Take it in. Are you down with me? All the explosives are changed to my spine. Nothing's gonna change my mind. I won't listen to anyone's last words. You really have been for them harmonies there as well, yeah. I'll be honest, I think this is probably my favourite song on the album. Right, okay. 
for that. I think they probably could have done something else now. To me, it's nothing, bit. But them harmonies, um, that's like grey day kind of stuff. That's um, just the, the melody of that whole bit. Because you can, they're, they're very prominent. They're almost as loud as the main vocal, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And um, you know Sal, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Me and Sal, we spent hours upon hours upon hours <laughs> singing this album. Oh, and harmonising. In my car, and I used to harmonise it. Yeah. And uh, we used to keep points like, <laughs> and um, if, if somebody fucked the words up, I said black mark against him, and we knew every fucking <laughs> lyric on the album. Yeah, a, a mentally ill guy, potentially. Plans to use explosives to kill himself and all the other people. That's what the lyrics seem to mean. I couldn't tell you what the song's about. <laughs> I just like the harmonies on this song. That's the, I, I don't really give a shit what he's singing about. To be fair, it's a bit of a that, it's a bit of a killer one. That is, I, um, is it really? Yeah, I like that one. I thought that was that was a, a very good one. Gets the Simon seal of approval. Oh, that's right. Then, <laughs> and it must have got them like I don't know seal of approval from some people. They got a 1995 Grammy for the best alternative album, certified diamond in the US. And that's like mega sales. What's Diamond? Diamond is over ten million. Yes, I know. It's, I know. It, <clears throat> I know. It sold over ten million. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know what the equivalent is. It. We must have Diamond here, but I don't know what what the what the the ratio is. Well, sort of. Uh, platinum is sort of like the, yeah. the well, highest. Platinum's like it's a million in America, isn't it? And it's three hundred thousand over here. Is it really? Yeah. Is that all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the UK, it just depends. Ter- different territories, different. Like Canada, it's thirty thousand. <laughs> For platinum in Canada, he sold over twenty million copies worldwide. I'm guessing he's got to be their most successful album. But mate, shut not off. American Idiot. American Idiots. That was probably their biggest album. I would have said that. That is. Well, when we get to Basket Case in a bit, like if anybody says oh Green Day, I'd think of Basket Case. Yeah, yeah. But they're probably one of the only bands I can think of off the top of my head who've got another song about three or four albums later. And that might be their most known song. Well, it was ten years later. Once yeah. it was two thousand and four, American yeah. Idiot. Maybe it's generational, and like <clears> younger <throat> people might think, "Oh, American Idiot is like mm, maybe, the biggest yeah. Green Day song." I don't know. Mm. Maybe, maybe the Foo Fighters have got something like that. I don't know. It'd definitely be a more mainstream act. But um, yeah, that's a good one. It was a number one in Australia, Canada, um, New Zealand, and top ten in eleven more countries. As I said, it was number 13 in the UK. It got to number two in the US. They were the first ones bringing in, I don't know, that, jo- that genre. It kind of dropped off, hadn't it, punk? Even though grunge had got punk tinges. I'm, I'm not the world's biggest punk fan. Mm. I mean, Ning and PK love mm. the Sex Pistols. Yeah. You're not a Pistols I, fan? Not really. No. no, I thought that you was. I did see the Pistols yeah. at... Uh, Oh, I <laughs> I did see the Pistols at uh, the Phoenix Festival yes. in Ning in two thousand. Yeah. No, in nineteen ninety six, and they were bloody. Right. Brilliant. They were brilliant. Mm. They were. I was ace. Mm. We was on the. Me and Ning got on the bar at the front. Oh on yeah, the barrier on right. The front row, I, yeah. And we laughed all through. I'm a lazy son. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Rotten was just. We were running, touching distance of him. Brilliant. Mm. I loved it. Put. 
I don't really like the pistols, no, really. And, no. and the Ramones, and then Generation X, and all the fucking shit that followed. <laughs> a lot of bollocks, mate. But I like the Americanized punk. Yes. Like your no effects and your mm. Pennywise, Bad Religion, your skate mm. punk. You like Rancid? Yes. Like Rancid were out, came out after Green Day, didn't they? Oh, I don't know. Did they? I, I don't know. I'd probably think they were probably oh, were earlier, they? mate. But I, oh, it was I a don't guess. know. It was a guess, yeah. Ning and PK are the one to ask about that. What's their big album? Out Come the Wolves, is it? That is a good album. Yeah, yeah. Ruby Soho and all that shit. <laughs> um, I, I definitely have listened to it at least once. Not my bag, but yeah, you know, it's... Um, I don't know, that's classed as like a fucking genre-defining album as well, isn't it, really? I suppose it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, two tracks in... What I thought as well is, it's very Green Day, eh? It's, no, it's nothing more than I didn't expect. Mate, they have not really... <laughs> the only thing about Green Day that's changed is maybe they've changed the the guitar sound a little bit, haven't they, over the years and sort of... Maybe that sound's grown and it's been more... It's grown a bit and it's been a bit more produced. Yeah, and, yeah. A, that, and, and Billy Joe has probably sort of refined it a little bit. But there's no doubt... Any song that they play, oh, that's Green Day, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you can't knock it. It's the, no. the first three tracks are like that. Um, and this is the third track called Chump. Another thing about all the songs on the album, none of them really stick around long, neither do they? No. Yeah? No, not at all. Um, Towards the later part of the song, there's some songs that are only like a minute and a half long, isn't there? Is this the one that it's basically this song and then it's just like a big build up, really, for the last minute and a half? Mm. Yeah, which leads into. Leads into the next song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Chump, apparently it's a song about. Prejudging people without even meeting them. Right. Um, Billy Joe fancies a girl. He's never met a bloke, but he hates him because he wants to be with the girl kind of thing. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. As you said, teenaged angst, fucking proper... Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. How old were they when they were doing this album? I oh think Trey God. was really young, wasn't I? Well, Trey wasn't about for the first album. No, not for their first album, um, yeah. Oh... I don't know. I'd say they've probably got to be in the very early 20s or late yeah. teens, haven't they? Yeah, I'm thinking so. Um, I mean, in 1994, I was 18, mm. and I think they're older than they're older than me. Mm. So early 20s. Mm. I mean, mm. I don't know how old's Billy Joe Armstrong. Mm. Now he's got to be in his 50s, isn't he? Let's have a look. Let's do a quick um, Google search. Um, Billy Joe. Okay, he is. He was born in 72, there you so go. that makes him 51. He was four years older than me then, yeah. so... He'll be 52, probably so he by the time this comes out. So he was like 22 when this album came out. Yeah, oh yeah, that makes sense then, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. What, was he, um, was he like, 
splintered off from, left his family, moved away and stuff. I've no idea. Yeah, I don't know that, because all the lyrics definitely seem that kind of thing, don't they? Oh, I'm here, I'm doing fuck all. But I suppose, fucking hell, when you're young, that's what you're doing, eh? You like sit around and fucking... Mate. Arse about. (laughs) Right, the... The first band I was in, The Outrage. Right. Source band. Source, yes, yeah, source band. All the lyrics, like... Oh, yeah, what were the lyrics the, about? Right, the so- the songs we had was Trapped in Darkness. Wow. Hell and Misery. Survive. Shit like that. But <laughs> I wasn't in a bad place or anything. Yeah. I was incredibly happy. I had a very happy... Childhood, yeah, and I was yeah. happy at the time. Mm. But we sung songs like "Hell and Misery," "Trapped in Darkness," <laughs> and "Fuck the Sperm" and stuff like that. <laughs> and the lyrics was really dank and fucking didn't have any <laughs> what my life was like. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't an outlet for you. No, too, not at yeah, all. yeah, yeah. I, 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 what would you class the like genre of music of the outrage? Shit. <laughs> Fucking shit. I can remember the outrage. Remember your little, uh, the cassette, you know, with the picture drawn on the front oh. of the guy giving the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the Me, pal, I drummed Pally through that. Drew it, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was Chump, track three. Chump leads in, if I can um, if I can bring that back up, round about now. Um, let me skip a little bit. The last, I say, it drops down now, and it's basically just a build-up. And listen to this, I was thinking, oh, we're building up, it's going to come back in. Break down, it just like, literally just like, plays the song out. Um, and it feeds right into the next track, which people will know, because it was a big single. Probably is on the CD, it breaks, and then yeah. goes into track four. Yeah. But on the album, on, well, on the LP, yeah. it, it, it didn't. The LP had just, the LP had just played. And fucking get the boys and girls jumping up and down, innit? Yeah. It's not my favourite song on the album, to be fair, though. So no. I, I didn't like all the stopping and starting. I like my music a lot more. Power metal. Fucking, well, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it wasn't my favourite, to, nah. to be fair. But I liked his voice. Because he sounds like he's got a cold, don't he? I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. He, 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 it's like he's fucking someone's old pinching his nose, and and I thought that was pretty cool. And the way he strummed his guitar, yeah, it's like he nearly fucking knocked himself out on the upstroke. Like I've just knocked my fucking headphones no, you know, off. Your headphones <laughs> off. He was very um, rigid. Yeah, it was the thing that struck me on the basket case video. He, he almost like was like a you know if you look at a bird. 
and a bird is like just going duh, duh, duh. their fucking head just yeah. moves around really fast and he was like that his head moving like that whilst just like dun, 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 playing that's one of the things that attracted me to them yeah that video they wheel tray cool on don't they yeah, in a yeah, wheelchair yeah. and he's yeah. like dribbling like and then fucking Mike <laughs> Drint or whatever his name is he's there like just like spaced out and then mm. they bring Billy Joe on and he's twitching a little bit and they start playing and it's like fucking hell it does like, kind of just explode out they're yeah. really jerky and <clears throat> just appeal to me what you said about his, his vocals at the time that was the thing for me which was like the, the opposite of oh that. that was the turn off yeah 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 uh, on the no doubt episode I gave Gwen Stefani the same kind of thing she said like kind of sings like this mm. like it, and it, as I said at the time it's a bit fucking Frank Sidebottom do you remember, remember Frank Sidebottom with a big fucking hello and that's how he reminded me as well, Billy Joe. Do you remember when we was going to see No Doubt? Oh God! We kept going on about it for ages. Let's go see No Doubt at the Civic, and then it just came and went, and we never bothered. <laughs> I'm so glad we first, never like bothered. First album yeah, yeah. run. Oh God, yeah, you know. <laughs> <they> fucking... <laughs> I'm so glad we didn't go. Yeah, No Doubt. Um, yeah, yeah. See, that was. No doubt it was 95, I think, or 96, so it was like a bit after this. Mm. That That is probably the pop of the pop punk moving on a bit more. I mean, they'd got that fucking old, you wouldn't say reggae, but it's the Scar. Scar, there you go. Fucking hate Fucking scar. hate Scar, me too, yeah. Fucking hate I don't it. get it. I hate reggae, man. I yeah, just don't I don't, get it. no, I, I don't it. get it, no. People love Bob Marley and that. I just yeah. think he's sh- I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean, disrespect to anybody who likes that kind of music, but mm. it's just not for me no, at all. No, me. I hate nah, it. I don't get it. It's, there's a couple of, like, I don't know, uh, tunes, but it's the, I couldn't fucking sit down and listen to, like, no. the best of Bob Marley and the Wailers. No, 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 no. Good no, Lord. No. Shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, people won't know that, will they? That <laughs> won't, but we're all entitled to our opinions. We are. Yeah, um, Longview, debut single for him. Got to number 55 in the UK when it was released originally on June 94, but then they re-released it of March the next year after they'd been... After Basket Case. After Basket Case. Basket Case. Got to 30 then. Lyrics again, more lyrical content notes for you. Um, He wrote this when he was living in Rodeo, Rodeo, California. Um, Nothing to do, boring place. What is it? Um, I sit around, watch the tubes, nothing on. Uh, fucking, yeah. The one thing I did like about this song is he said masturbation in it. Yes, and, and I've never and heard as a teenager. Mas- yeah, yeah. Masturbating all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking, we know we've heard about Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I said that on that episode as well when they were like, um, when they were giving shit to, I think it was the Cindy Lauper sung because it was about female masturbation and there was another one about masturbation Everybody, everybody's had a wank you know what i mean everybody's had a wank and i understand you know we don't want to encourage kids to wank what frank did but you know it's you know it's a, it's, it's like the life in it it's healthy and normal <laughs> it, it, it's it is it's healthy and normal i always remember reading an interview with um What's his fucking name? Woody Harrelson. Oh yeah, yeah Woody Harrelson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he he went off to, on some strange kind of, I don't know what he was following. Whether he had a a sensei or a fucking Buddha or something that he was like following. And he got to a certain point in his life, and he was like, I don't ejaculate anymore. 
even when like I'm having sex or anything, I'll reach the point where I don't ejaculate because I don't want to lose my vitality. I want to keep it all. It's like the source of life and I'm keeping it inside and it makes me fucking feel great all the What's time. What's the point in having a wank? Well, you know, maybe he didn't want, maybe he just boned, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I can just remember reading that quote. It was like in a in a in a like a film mag. What was the film? Uh, Empire was it or something? Yeah, the film mag. Yeah. yeah, I can remember reading that. But um, yeah, Longview, big single. Well, yeah, relatively big single. Um, first single in the US. Once again, it's another one that was all over MTV. Probably the second time around after Basket Case, the video was on all the while. And I'd imagine. Let me have a look for a second. Their most played song of all time live. Is it really? Yeah, 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 apparently so. You know, I've never seen them live. Have you not? No. You never fancied it or just never never turned out the way? I was only mad on Green Day for about two or three years because after Dookie, they released uh, Insomniac, which yeah. was fucking quality. Mm-hmm. And then Nimrod after that, yeah. I wasn't too keen on that, to yeah. be fair. And then the one after Nimrod, I, I, I just was like, what? I don't know whether it was too much of the same thing, so mm, mm. and I just sort of like lost interest with him until American Idiot, mm. and then he said some fucking stupid things on stage. Uh, Billy Joe has, yeah, he's, and I think he's a complicated guy, isn't he? He just they, <clears throat> they I was playing a gig somewhere, and it flashed up two minutes left or five minutes left. Mm. And he fucking went on a rampage. How dare you fucking tell me I've got fucking five minutes left. I've been doing this since I was fucking 18 and you're telling me... And I just thought, prick. <laughs> you know what I mean? You want a fucking curfew, mate? It's a fucking Sunday night and I'm telling you to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, You yeah, knew. Yeah. And he's just fucking spouting off like a fucking prick. So I sort of lost a bit of respect for him there, and I just never bothered with them after that. To be fair, ain't that very on brand though for the for the punk thing and all that kind of stuff. Maybe you know what I mean. You know, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose. Were you a fan of American Idiot then? Yes. You like the album? Yes. Yeah. It's a rock opera. See, I listened to that as well. And that I mean, that's kind of the turn off for me as well. Oh. That yeah, you know, I I don't know. There's once again, there's melodies, there's harmonies, there's all that kind of stuff in it, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think it goes on a bit. I mean, it's nothing like the tracks on this, is it really? No, no, it's nothing like that, but it's brilliant. It's, mm. From start to finish, I think it's quality. Would you go and see the um, the play or the no. whatever it is? No. What, what would you call it? Um, it's a, the show. Um, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Because no. I imagine it's acted out and like, yeah, I've fucking I've gone into it loads before. Stage acting is really over the top and, mm. you know, I imagine they really ham it up. And like force feed the songs in, kind of thing. Yeah, Maybe okay. if it was Green Day doing it, I might. But it's oh, so they were playing the music. Yeah, yeah, but yeah it's yeah. not, is it? It's nah, nah. Okay, track five is Welcome to Paradise. Now this was on the previous album. No, the one it was on the first one. Okay, it? yeah. Was it? I don't know. Oh, I know I it was on one know. of them. Don't quote me on that. It was on one of them, um, and then this is like a re-recorded. This version. is a much better version. Yeah. Production wise, and there's little bits which are, yeah. Yeah, because it's not yeah. recorded in a toilet. <laughs> I didn't expect that to come in that loud there. But yeah, it sounds loads better this yeah, version. Yeah, yeah.
yeah, it definitely sounds just a bit more, I don't want to say immature, but it just sounds like, oh, they've got a producer who's put this one together a bit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it just sounds more full. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, this was a single as well in the UK. It was released in October, so once again, it's after Basket Case has come down. Uh, number 20. It was only ever released a physical single in the UK, originally on Kaplunk. So if that's the oh, album, that's yeah. the second album yeah. then, yeah. Um, this is probably, I'm guessing, like the other one, if you're listening to Absolute Noise or something like that, they'll probably pay off this album. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a decent song, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the breakdown bit after this chorus that we're listening to now, and mm. then we come back in, and uh, yeah, it's a good song, man. It's all yeah, right. It's yeah. a good song. It's, just, it's all right. I can't, I can't really knock this one. It, it, for what they are and what they're going for, it works. Yes. And then you go into like a, a strange one, don't you? Next, with uh, with pulling teeth. Now this is probably I don't know, maybe my other favourite one off the album. I think this is uh, this is this is pretty good. The harmonies on this are absolutely yeah. sublime. Them harmonies are really good, aren't they? Yeah. There, yeah. yeah. And deals with female on male domestic abuse. <laughs> really? See, yeah. I've, I've no <laughs> idea. <laughs> um, apparently, it's a bit of a piss take from from Mike, because um, he was having a pillow fight with his girlfriend at the time, and then he went to run away from her, and he hit his head on a like um, like a beam, mm. fell over and broke his elbow. No way. So they were like. Fucking it's male on female violence, you know, yeah, has yeah. lamped him, has beat him up kind of thing. Um, and that's that's apparently where it all comes from. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, the album cover itself as well, what a, I don't know, like a collage, like a, uh, a throw-in of all different stuff. A quick look at it, I noticed there was like, um, there's a shootout going on, the woman from Sabbath's first album is on there, Angus Young... He's playing guitar on. Patty Smith, there's the cover of the Patty Smith album. Um, and apparently it's some of their friends as well. And whilst monkeys throw their shit, basically, at everybody. Yeah, with a plane flying. I don't know. It's like a, I don't know, like a scene of chaos. Well, what draws your eye first is like, like an atomic bomb going yeah. off. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Then, like an explosion. And then, and then all the little things yeah. dotted around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's uh yeah, it's a nice it's like a bit of a Wes Wally, like fucking look yeah. at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. Um yeah, good album. Good good album. Good good album cover, sorry. Um we'll get to the biggest song on the on the album before we take a break. This is track seven. Have you ever heard this one before? Do you have the time 
to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once. Um, originally, it was released in August of '94. It got to number 55 on the charts. They re-released it in January of the next year, when it got top seven, is seven in the on the UK charts. This is the breakout single for them. Yeah. This is where you first noticed yeah. them. I first noticed them. Everyone saw the video. It was all over the TV. Let's have a bit of this. It's like shit in a field, wasn't it? Looking at what I've got down here, it is their most streamed song on the music streaming services now of all time. Okay. Rolling Stone had it as the 150th greatest song of all time on their last list that they put together. Um, as you said about the video, apparently it was shot in black and white originally and then coloured in post-production. All right. Same right. as um, oh, Nirvana's Heart Shape Box. That's the same effect. Okay. Yeah, because like there's what do you call them faces of the people who are walking around the because it's in a mental asylum. I'm guessing the men they're going for. Yes, it's definitely in some kind of fucking asylum, isn't it? Yeah, and they've got like really orangey, red, big cheeked faces. Remember Bob? It's like the Bo Selector masks, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like Bo Selector. <laughs> yeah, like that kind of like big, big like cheeked face. Yeah. Yeah, have you ever heard the horrible Bastille cover? No, I can't say that I have. No, you know the band Bastille. I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, he talks, sing. Oh man, it just sings absolutely horrible. Avril Lavigne has been doing this as a cover in her sets as well she really? throughout the years. Yeah, lyrically, Wires deals with Billy Joe's anxiety attacks. His feelings are going crazy. Uh, as we said, he visits a male prostitute on the second verse, mm-hmm. which I only found out like recently. Yeah, because he was dealing with a lot of. When he, I think he has said, "Oh, I have, I am sorry, I have always been bisexual. I've never been with a guy, but that's me. That's where I am." I knew somebody like that yeah. who'd never been with a guy, but they no, were like, who'd been with a guy. He oh, was, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, bisexual. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but he was with a girl when I knew him, like. Yeah. And he's yeah. with a woman now, he's had a kid with her. But he, he's, he swings like the other yeah. way as well, yeah. Um, they had, in August of 23, they released a 30th anniversary edition of the album. Outtakes, demos, and live tracks. I think it's got the whole of the um, Woodstock performance on there, maybe. Mm. Have you listened to all of that? No. I imagine there's a lot of tracks on there. No. There's <laughs> too much Green Day for well, you. Well, the thing guy. is, I, I'd sort of, by the time they released that, I was off Green years Day, later. you know. Yeah, was... yeah all right. Um, so far, though, on the album, what are, you, what, are, what are your thoughts? Is it a good trip down memory lane? Are you yes, still rating yes, it highly? Yeah? Yes, yeah. For the time, brilliant. It's, uh, yeah, oh, I, I tell you what, first half of the album, I was like pleasantly surprised, you know what I mean? There was a couple of, uh, there was a couple of good tracks on there. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, right, we'll be back in a second um, with the second half of this album and we'll talk some more shite. 
Now you can get in touch with this here show by emailing us at jukeboxpod at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Facebook by searching up Personal Jukebox Music Podcast or on Instagram at jukeboxpod. Stay off the weed and stay off the poppers. Okay, so we're back for the second half, um, talking about Green Day's Dookie album. We just had the revelation of your stick insect. Having <laughs> 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 when you were younger, shittiest, pre- um, shittiest pet that you've ever had. Shittiest pet I've ever had, yeah. Stick insects, man. How big were they? That was like the size of a fucking big stick. Well, that was probably about what six inches, five, six inches long. Yeah. Yeah, no good there. Nah, shit, mate. Did you, like, get them out, or did you have to keep them in the cage? Mate, I only had them for about fucking two days, and all the legs fell off them and that. Ah! Uh, at each other. <laughs> As I said to you, who'd have thought that they were fucking carnivores? Uh, cannibals? Wow. Yeah, um, I suppose it's survival of the fittest, isn't it, in the stick insect world? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, where were we? The last track we left off on Dookie was Basket Case. As we said, that's the big one on the album. Still Green Day's biggest song of all time. We come back in with a track on the second half of the album called She. Harmonies are back. Oh, mate. Yeah? Yeah. This this tune, right, at this point in my life in 1994, mm-hmm. stroke going into 95, I fucked my knee up big time. Yeah, I remember you. And I had a yeah, I had a ligament replacement operation, uh-huh. and I was off work for fucking about two years in the end yeah. it was. And um, when I was recovering, my mum bought me a, a Sega. Master System 2. Yes. And we bought a golf game, PGA Golf. And me and my mum used to play this golf... Oh, your mum used to play it as well, yeah. yeah. Oh, my mum loves fucking computer games. (laughs) (laughs) We'd be be playing fucking like Alex Kidd in Miracle World and every time she jumped, a fucking leg would go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We was playing this fucking (laughs) golf game, I remember, and um, (laughs) I always used to say, can I put my music on? And I... Put this album on. I play it over and over and over again. Uh. And when this song came on, she, there's a part where he comes out of the thing and he screams and he goes, Wah. yeah, shit, my mom to fucking pieces. It did. <laughs> she goes, what the bloody hell's that? I said, oh, he's just screaming on the record, mom. <laughs> 
it's another it's another good and it's another um a top tier one on the album this is like I don't it's know, a great song top top three kind of thing on there um wrote about his former girlfriend a girl named Amanda who um I think they like split up separated she moved to Ecuador to join the peace com peace cunts the peace corps right um <laughs> the peace cunts <laughs> yeah I don't know. What's the Peace Corps? What are they? Peace Corps? Yeah, I don't know. South American com- countries obviously have like shit going on. When you say corpse, you don't mean like a dead body. No, like the, the, like the Navy Corps, the the, yeah. the Peace Corps. Peace Corps, I don't know. Yeah, isn't it like a South American country? I'm sure I saw it at the moment. Is it like Colombia or somewhere like that where they're going tits at the moment? And fight. That, they're fucking mental in South America. They've like got no kind of control over themselves. And it's like all drugs in it. You know what I mean? And I it's just about fucking people are getting shot and killed on the streets in South American countries all the while. Higher South America. Yes. You know, you'd be surprised when you when you look at the downloads of this podcast and then it gives you the breakdown of the countries which it's listened to. And Brazil is always like in the top like ten kind of thing. Really? Listening to it. Word um, up Brazil. <laughs> Sepultura. <laughs> refuse <Pelé>. refuse <laughs> Yeah, refuse and resist. Next track is uh Sassafras Roots. After our after the outrage split up. Yes. Before Grassroots, I decided that I wanted to take my music elsewhere. Uh-huh. So I fucked Ning and PK and Jay off. Yeah. And I said to Shutty do you want to start a band? He was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking my, my next door neighbour, he's a drummer, he's about fucking the kid. 12. Yeah, yeah, the kid. He's about yeah, to yeah. do yeah. shit. <laughs> he was fucking shit. And I think we had word up where he's like, out of week 30. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he'd come in on bass, mm. made a couple of songs. And I says, there's a Green Day song I want to do. Mm. It's called Wasting My Time. I didn't know it was called oh, yeah. Safari Roots. yeah. So we just called it Wasting Your Time and we covered it and we did a pretty good version of it. <laughs> we called it something completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word Up West, I saw they were um, shared on, was it like BBC Music, New Music or something like that? Um, he, he must have shared it on Facebook, I'm thinking like that, yeah, and it got the BBC logo. and It only ever seems to be Wes and the guy. The, oh, with the half hair cut. Yeah, the, yeah, mm. Nick, is it, yeah? The other chap, because they're a three-piece, aren't they? Yeah, I think yeah. So. The other guy never seems to be on it. I don't know if he's in the band anymore, or I did. He used to be, anyway. Um, but yeah, this is uh, Sassafras Roots. <laughs> Probably shit, to be fair. Who was... You were singing. I was a singer, yeah. Yeah. Who, who, who was Harmon, Nathan? No one. No one. Oh, lost a bit for that, yeah. surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were called Liquid Gold. 
We had about seven. Talk, right. Talking of poppers as well, wasn't well, it? That, that, that's <laughs> that's where it come from because at that time it was like everyone that's come some, like Keith. It was going to be Keith or it or someone. Oh, got some poppers, three quid a bottle, and we always used to fucking sniff these poppers. And God, it was awful. It gives you the worst headache, and it gives you the worst rush in the world. You didn't it? You make your face really red. But we'd all fucking be on it, like, yeah, and it was, yeah. why did we do it? It was I, fucking awful. I can, it's for gays, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. Big or something. Yeah, well, it's meant to relax your anal nerve I and that kind of thing, isn't it? Away. I went to, um, oh, God, where was it? Coming down from Sedgley, there's a garage on the left-hand side. There. Yeah. And I stopped in there to get some fuel, and I noticed he'd got some... <laughs> Um, I don't know if it was called liquid gold. It was called something gold. Yeah. Yeah. And he'd only got about three left in this stand of about 24 of them. And it was, it said on it, room odoriser. That's what it had got on it. Yeah. But it was. It was little fucking bottles of poppers. God, we used to sniff that shit for fun, didn't we? And it was awful. Gibbo used to get it and, like, have a, an empty Pepsi bottle, you know, like a small the small size Pepsi bottle and he used to tip the poppers into there yeah and because he could like I suppose like suck off it better and we went, went to the cinema once <laughs> and he was sat on the back seat we'd sat on the back seat with like this bottle of poppers and then he like dropped it on the floor and it rolled right the way down to the front of the cinema and all you could smell in the cinema was the fucking poppers <laughs> there was about 40 people in there and <laughs> with wide arseholes <laughs> it was the, the, could have been in the Guinness book as the largest collection of widey star souls <laughs> that there'd ever been <laughs> everyone was loose as fuck you know, my sphinx feels really loose man. <laughs> I could really go for a shit about now <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was bad stuff. It was stuff. horrible. It could just such a headache. A real headache. Like, fucking remember. awful. And such... <laughs> you, you just like... Your heart was... Boom, boom, boom. It's like, oh, yeah. whoa. Gives another sniff. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember people used to, like, get the poppers and dip a fag in it? Oh, well. yes. So you got the, the poppers on your oh. fag. And it's like... Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone a bit like, really red face. Really red. Got fucking headaches. Feeling <laughs> shit. Why did we do that, man? Remember what you said on the podcast before? Solvent abuse. Oh, it's God. It's bad. It's bad for you. It's bad stuff. But now, pop, you can't class poppers as solvents, though, can um, you? Because you're, you're, not, you're not really at risk of dying from, from sniffing poppers. I guess not. I don't know. I've... Who knows? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if there's a health warning attached to it. I'm, Kids, I don't know. if somebody comes up to you and says, do you want to try some poppers? I urge you to have one fucking good sniff of it and you'll never want to do it again. It's awful. Don't do it. It just It's just not a nice high at all, is it? No, it's not. Um, sassafras roots. Yeah. Um, sassafras is um, a little... Uh, like a green plant, kind of like. It sounds like a uh, botanist, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a bit like rocket. I thought, looking at the the pictures of it. Apparently, it's the main ingredient, or was, in root beer. 
you know, like um, Americans used to always drink root beer. Mm. I remember trying it once at McDonald's when Mackey's first come over here. Well, when Mackey's first come over here, I was probably Dudley. about 10. No, it was Merry Hill. Okay, yeah, the yeah. The top one at Merry Hill. Yes. And um, I ordered a, I ordered a, a Coke. It was a Coke. Yeah. And I had a sip. <laughs> and I was like, Mom, that, that's what's not... What's that? What's that? It's not <laughs> yeah. Coke. She went, oh, it's root beer. Oh. They give you root beer and it fucking rank. It tasted like arse, didn't it, man? It root was, beer. Oh, that's the only time I've ever had it, and I've never wanted it again. Mm. Oh, I've only ever had it once at Mackey's, um, but yeah, I didn't enjoy it at all. No, it wasn't um, very nice. It's something that never translated to these shores from America, did it? Yeah. Really, root beer. Good. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, it was used as a main ingredient in root beer, but then. About I don't know about fifteen years ago they decided that it was carcinogenic, well, um, so they don't use it anymore. Right. Okay. So I don't know. Years later, there you go. The next track is probably the second biggest single off the album. When I come around, yes. Definitely, once again, a more maturing sound of sung for Green Day as compared to the first couple of albums, yeah? Like, quite composed on these early bits. And then it like, builds up into the... You wouldn't even really call it a chorus, would you, this bit? It, it, this was another song again. I know it was a single and popular, but it was one of my favourites. Mm. This is... To be fair, though, this is what a load of bands after copied this kind of thing, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, as you said, it was a single. It got to number 27 in the UK, May 95. This video was... F- I think because this was possibly the second single in the UK, it was fucking all over. This was one where he started in the... He was in his apartment or something like that. There was different people doing different things in different rooms. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently it's their second best-selling single ever. Really? After Good Riddance. Oh, that is a tune. Well, that's a, that's a big song. You forget about that one, don't you, as well? Mm. Um, that's off. Oh, fucking hell, is that off? that's not off the next album, is it? The one after, maybe? Is off Nimrod? Yeah. Oh. No, the, the one after's Insomniac. It definitely wasn't on No, that. no, I no. I it was on... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when I come around, it's like... It's, yeah, it's there, isn't it? I can see why it got picked as a single, but it 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 it, it ain't really representative of the no. the Dookie album, shall no, we say? No. Yeah, it wasn't one of our favourites, to be fair. All music uh, in reviews wise, all music give it a five out of five. NME at the time gave it a seven out of ten. Rolling Stone gave it a five out of five. Pitchfork eight point seven out of ten. Um, Robert Christgau, old mate, he gave it an A minus, but he's very he loves his punk kind of stuff. There were a 1994 Lollapalooza headliners and also played Woodstock that year as well because they'd bought it back, didn't they, in 94? Was that 25 years after? 
69, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, 69, yeah, it's 25 years. They had the, there was the big mud, they were chucking mud at the stage, weren't they? Because yeah. a lot of the guys in attendance weren't Green Day fans. Um, and I think a bit like went straight into Billy Joe's mouth, didn't it? Or oh, something. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And then the band started chucking mud back. They've run in the crowd, and the crowd started it just turned into a big, massive mud fight. People were rushing the stage and stuff. You ended up with Mike again. Uh, a security guard tackled him to the floor because he thought he was a fan getting <laughs> onto the stage. Injured his arm and broke two of his teeth out. No way. Just took him down. But the whole incident and everything, because it was broadcast on TV, that was when, that was the real kicker for the album in the US. Mm. And that's when the sales just went yeah. through the roof kind of thing. They were Fair like enough. shifting units then. Yeah. Rolling Stone uh, said it was the best album um, released in 1994, as voted for by the readers. And they also gave it the... Ooh, this is a, this is a bold statement. They said it was the number one record, the best record released from mainstream alternatives' greatest year. Which, 94, is... I don't know, it's a bold statement, that is. It is, is, because yeah. there were some fucking massive albums released around that time, yeah, weren't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the critics were just all out for it. Loudwire magazine, I don't know, best hard rock album of 1994. Hard rock album. Uh, Kerrang! gave it the greatest pop punk album ever. It ca- no, sorry, number two on the greatest pop punk album ever. And Rolling Stone also said it was uh, number 30 on the best albums of the 90s. Don't forget Smash was released that year as well. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, of course, yes. Yeah, and then you had Foo Fighters, The Colour and the Shape, that was 96. Um, yeah, it's got to have been around there, hasn't it, yeah? Because their debut was like... That was about 94, 95, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be, it's got to be, because if Kurt Kill died in 94, probably 95... So it's Colour and the Shape was 96, yeah. 97. Yeah. Critically acclaimed, anyway, the album is. Like, the critics are coming out for it. Mate, it, it probably is the best pop-punk album, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think it's the most representative of pop-punk. Mm. Next track is Coming Clean. So this is the song that deals with his bisexuality. Right. Called Coming Clean, Mom and Dad will never understand the lyrical content and everything. And um, yeah, that's... You know what I've completely forgot to do, though? You know what I completely forgot to do? Tell us what was going on in the fucking year. In the charts, yeah, yeah. at the time. Okay, so we can get into that now. Fucking hell, honestly. What are you like? Yeah, I know. Number one in the UK singles chart... Was this? You can walk my path. You can wear my shoes. You ain't never gonna know me, but I know you. I don't make right. Oh, Professor Brian Cox. 
Yeah, was Professor Brian Cox in D. Ream? Yeah, he was the keyboard player. Oh, was he? Oh, I didn't know that. Didn't you fuck off? No, I didn't know that. You're fucking telling me you didn't know Professor no. Brian Cox was the fucking keyboard player in no. D. Ream? No. What? No, I know, yeah. Are you for real? All the time, I always get him mixed up with, um... Oh, when you hear Brian Cox, yeah, I always get him mixed up with the dude out of Blur. Um... Graham Coxon, maybe, yeah? And I don't know, in my head, they, like, don't compute as being different people. Right, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, why is he Professor Brian Cox? He's a professor. Oh, he's in physics. And this is the guy who has the TV program. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I he couldn't. Was a I, player, I couldn't though, pick him out of a fucking. Could you? Nah, 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 nah. Ah, he's a bit of a hero, am I? Is he? Mm. I fucking don't know. Who professor. Got into space and all that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. What else has he been in musically wise? Then? Just D Ream. Oh, only D Ream. And yeah. that's his musical career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, why I fucking never knew that. I, D Ream to me was just that lad, you know. I don't know what his fucking name is. Um, D Ream, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My yeah. sister said D Ream. <laughs> Did they have other songs? D Ream. They must have done. They must have had other songs. They must have had an album. But yeah. this is the only song that that people know. Yeah. She saw them supporting um, <laughs> fucking what's his name? That fucking Australian twat. Oh, um... Who's married to fucking Jordan? Peter Andre. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would have been, like, era. Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, have you seen the state of her now? Mm. <laughs> I mean, she's been ropey for years, but fucking hell. Mate, there's some fucking brilliant memes on Facebook. And they're <laughs> fucking Jordan at the moment. I don't know. Oh, some fucking great ones. Something about... George Jordan's there looking all wrinkled and haggard. Yeah. And he says, how you look when you realise that your fucking mutton chops have got a fucking four-inch gash in the middle of it. I, I can't remember now. Them fucking funny. Them really funny. Them slating are like fuck. Because age hasn't been well to her. It hasn't done well to her, is it? It hasn't um, served her well, no, not at all. Oh, what shall I pick off this? The the top album on number one on the UK charts. Good lord, man! I mean, it was all around this kind of time, and um, you know, like different kind of music has its fling in the charts, and uh, this was fucking everywhere. Like a butterfly, so charming. Fucking Shakadimus and fucking Wanker Floyd. Recognize the man. <sighs> Mate, yeah. I had to listen to this at work all the time on radio. Didn't we have a Shakadimus sung on the chart countdown oh. we did? I don't know if it was this one. But, oh God. It was the whole like rag. I think we said at the time it was the whole like rag. Oh, thing. the rag tip thing. Oh. oh. Shakademus and fucking um, Shabba and um, Shaggy. Shaggy and yeah, oh dear. It's dark times, isn't it? Shit, mate. Do, do you remember at this kind of time you were either into what you probably class as the alternative stuff or you would have got called a Grebo at the time, yeah. Or like everyone who was a chav, as you would probably say now, or a fucking. Mm. 
this was what they were thinking, driving around in their cars thinking was fucking bomb. Yeah. Well, <laughs> fucking, I used to go fucking knocking about with edges in his fucking motors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Driving around Merry Hill, picking up all the fanny like. <laughs> On the Dirt Patrol. On the Dirt Patrol. Yeah. And we used to, like, listen to fucking, we used to listen to, like, Smash the Offspring. Yeah. And, you know, our music, you know, the punk and fucking Green Day and that. And then uh, then we get to Merry Hill, and then all of a sudden, fucking this shit would go on. So the fanny would get in the car. <laughs> like catnip. Yeah. <laughs> Just to try and entice them in. Dice. Honestly, it's literally like you fucking learnt from Frank the Wank. <laughs> <laughs> he passed on his methods to you. He knew that you liked super kings and lion bars and drifters <sighs> and porn. It's like, there's going to be birds around now. Stick fucking Shakadoom or something. Oh, terrible. <laughs> uh, terrible. And uh, that Naz. Naz? Naz, that's what he used to put on as well. Oh, yeah. To get yeah, the fanny yeah. in the car, like. Man, did we girls into, like, Naz or Naz or whatever? We're girls into that. Mate, fucking the fanny we picked up in the fucking edges of his car. Mm. I mean, let's face it. I was dressed as a rocker. Yeah, 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 at the time, yeah. Long and Edges ain't no oil painting. Sorry, Edges. <laughs> but we were exactly two fucking good-looking blokes. Yeah. And we was driving around in a nail. Was that when he was in Sierra? Uh, Sierra and his Astra and all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was a bit later than 94, to be honest. He was probably, mm. like, a bit later than that. Mm, but, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah, we used to put this music on and... The, we used to pick up the birds. You were cruising in the black country as well then. There's no fucking cruising. No cruising in the no black cruising country. in the black country. I never cruised. No. Because I would fucking refuse to put this shit on in my car. <laughs> fucking Metallica, Megadeth, fucking Guns N' Roses and Maiden. If you're not happy to get in my car with this shit on, then fuck off. <laughs> so we always went in Edges' car. <laughs> Number one in the US was, um, I think Mick Gibbo spoke about this a while ago. You may recognise it, you may it's not. Love you give. From the film The Three Musketeers. Yeah. And you got Sting, yes. Rod Stewart, and Brian Adams. Yes, there you go. And it's all. Yes, I know. Yeah. They'd obviously, Brian Adams had his massive success, hadn't they, with the Robin Hood um, soundtrack song. And then a few years later, they're thinking, fucking hell, we've got another song along the same kind of lions. Get fucking Adams in. And then it's the Three Musketeers, innit? Who can we get in? Fucking Big Rod and Stink. And there you go. Yeah. <laughs> this reminds me of my first job working at the garage, valeting cars. Yeah. This was on Radio 1 all the time. Fucking Radio 1 wouldn't touch this with a barge pole nowadays, would they? They wouldn't, but they played it like five times a fucking day for about four months. I'd imagine it had got a couple of quid behind it, you know what I mean? And, you know, pushed the song. And I just, I got that fucking sick of it in the end. That I fucking went and invested in a personal stereo. You spend about eight quid a week on fucking batteries and just listen to the Scorpions and, um, and suicidal <laughs> tendencies yeah, and fucking yeah. sepultura arise. <laughs> well, I've listened to that and this shit. You didn't want no rod, did you? 
Nice. Fucking, they've had enough from, from, from not from Frank, Frank the Wank. <laughs> We've had enough of Frank the Wank now. <laughs> I That's another thing which kind of has gone away with time, hasn't it? The big artist doing a song for a soundtrack of an album. Uh, I, I don't know. It just seems to be recycled songs well, that seem to get th- a new head of steam. The thing is, Si, I don't listen to chart... I haven't listened to chart music for fucking 15, 20 years mm. now. I couldn't tell you what's in the fucking chart. <sighs> I couldn't tell you what's in the charts. I can, I can, I know what's like played on some radio stations. I'll have to... Like if I'm in the car with a missus, I'll have to like there'll have to be a a tet a tet, and it'll be like I want to listen to this. Oh well, I'll listen to this for a bit, and it's like a bit, you know what I mean. Well, but I've, I haven't had a chart countdown. Since Jimmy Savile. <laughs> I've heard it since Jimmy Savile. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I listen to Kerrang in my car. Do I, you? Yeah, yeah. I quite. How lo- do you get Kerrang? DAB. See, because it never comes through on the DAB. Ah, right, now. Mm. Mm. We used to listen to Crown. In Scotland, sound. It used to keep going off every fucking 10, yeah. 15 seconds. And I yeah. just got fucking sick of it, so I put Planet Rock on. Mm. My missus got sick of Planet Rock. Yeah. Oh, it's all Hawkwind and fucking old I, shit. Yeah. Let's put Crank back on. So about four or five months ago, she put Crank on. I goes, it'll keep going off, it'll keep going off. It didn't. Oh, really? It didn't. They've sorted the fucking glitch in the Matrix out. Ah, oh, maybe I need to rescan. Rescan it, mate. Yeah. They, they're heavy on Blink-182. Not this week. The last last week I was up in Scotland, and I can always get it in my truck in Scotland. And they were, yeah, they fucking love a bit of Blink. They still are, like, plugging away to death, Slipknot. Yeah. Um, but then there was, like, a couple of new tracks, like of artists who I'd never heard of, yeah, kind of yeah. thing, yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, that's actually a bit yeah, of a, yeah. a bit of a mix. But yeah, it's still that fucking guy doing the DJ as well, um, Johnny Doom. Johnny uh, and the other one, uh, was the other ones I'm thinking, is it Loz? Loz, Loz yeah, it was still Loz from like, yeah. God, you know, he always used to record the drops. It's always yeah, his voice, yeah. isn't it? Like Kerrang Radio. Yeah. But uh, see, in my truck, I've just got FM. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah. So I was forced to listen to Radio 2, and I just got that sick and tired of it that I just decided that, you know what, I'm going to educate myself, man. Mm. So downloaded fucking Audible, and I listen to audiobooks now. Yeah, I love an audiobook. Oh, mate, mate, listen, I've just finished Charles Dickens. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. Great, ex- great Expectations. Really, as an audio? Who's reading it, or is it just a rando? Matt Lucas. Oh, really? Ah, Quality, mate. How long was that? Twenty-one hours. Oh, that's good. That's good. A nice long listen. Twenty-one hours. Yeah. And I was forced to listen to it because the literature is well. It was written in eighteen sixty-one, mm. for fuck's sake. Mm. So you're really forced to listen to it, and you've got to you've got to listen. You got to take it in. You got to take it, into it in and, and, and understand what they're actually saying. And I found myself laughing. At the comedy bits. Okay. I understood. Oh, you got it, yeah. I, but I had to keep on flicking it back 30 seconds. To, did I do it? Did... Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. So, yeah, and I've, I've just finished it this morning, actually. Oh, no, why? I woke up dead early, and I still had an hour and a half left to listen to, so I listened to it this morning in bed. And, uh, 
quality. I've downloaded Oliver Twist and. Um, oh no! Why are you going for the classics? Yeah, I'm going for the classics. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, I've done the Time Machine, HG Wells. Mm-hmm. I've done. Um, I've done them all, man. Oh shit! Uh, June Ver, Ver, what's his name? Vern Jules. I don't know. Done a couple. Journey to the Centre of the Earth. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll count the last one I listened to was nothing but a good time. The story of. Um, the, the uh, Sunset Strip, it was oh, like all just the, the 80s, like yeah. hair metal bands and stuff yeah. like that. No, like a good story, man, and, um, you know, educate yourself a bit. Okay, fucking, it's just absolutely full of um, surprising but, things. But I won't do Shakespeare. Fucking shit. Yeah, it's, um, it's just not palatable. It's no. not fucking, oh, I need quite hard to take in. Dickens, it, I, I recommend, I highly recommend to anyone to read, um, uh, whatever I just fucking said. Charles Dickens. One. Charles Dickens. Great <laughs> expectations. Nobody was expecting that coming to this mm. one. Yeah. Really um, good. <laughs> back to Dookie. Track twelve is Emenius Sleepus. Emenius Sleepus. Emenius Sleepus. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Fucking hell, that's loud. I saw my friend the other Once again, very green day. Eh? Very green day. Follows the um, follows the thing, yeah. Yeah, man. That one's written by Mike. Is it really? Only track on the album written by Mike. Okay. Um, that's his little contribution to it. Um, Eminus Sleepus, what? Latin, maybe? Well, it sounds Latin, doesn't it? Yeah, talking of your literacy and your um, stuff that you've been listening to. Yeah. Um, talking of... Um, uh, talking of Latin. Oh fucking hell! Okay, he's lifted up his top to reveal a Latin tattoo. Hang on, what does it say? Oh, the first two words of it says "soy." Yeah, really? it says "soy," but actually the next word says "ho." <laughs> <laughs> What's the translation? It says, "If you can read this." Hang on. Oh man, I forgot what it fucking said. <laughs> uh, tell you what, the Cronenberg's kicking in. <laughs> it says something along. If you can read this, then you're clearly no. If you can read this, then you're a clever bastard and quite clearly a cunt. Oh no, why? Go on. Because <laughs> it says bas- it says bastardio and cunnilingus. So he said, yeah, if you can oh, read yeah, this, then you're yeah. clearly, a, quite yes. clearly, a clever cunt and a bastard or something along them lines. What's the one underneath as well? What, that? The big one. Oh, it's just pirate. Oh, fucking hell. Comment. And round the back you got some as well. Oh, yeah. man. you got loads now, haven't you? Oh, fucking hell, no way. That, that's Morse code. Oh, oh you know, I thought... In this kind of light that we're in now, I thought, oh, let's grow a rash around his nipple. Dash, dot, dash, 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 dot, 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 dash, dash. Yeah. That says, you're a cunt, in Morse code. (laughs) 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 That's 
what it says. If you if you can read this, then you are a clever bastard and quite clearly a cunt. <laughs> Man, you've come on far from the zip and uh, the fucking Taz. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Taz is gone, mate. Has it? Yeah, it's yeah. gone now. Yeah, yeah. It's got a big eagle over it. No why? You went over the top of it, yeah. Yeah. But I didn't pay for it, fucking Rich. You know Lee's brother Rich. Yes. He was like he bought a tattoo gun. Like <laughs> a fucking cheap fucking thing, twenty quid off eBay with yeah. a load of ink and everything. He says, Yeah, got these skins as well and I'm fucking being like it's fucking skin here, mate. Fucking do me some free fucking tattoos, like so we fucking done all my back for me, like No why? Good lord. I remember I mean, it has. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mate. Bill was going proper blind by the time he'd done my fucking Taz, right? <laughs> and he's holding a fucking... He's holding, like, um... Uh, a spear? Like a spear. Yeah. His hand's fucked, all fucked on it, and he's just... He's not holding mm. it properly, and I'm like... Nah, was that your first tattoo, the Taz? No, that was my first tattoo up there. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, God. Taz was number three. He's absolutely covered in them now. And yeah, his fucking Latin tattoos and his Morse code. You are a cunt. <laughs> Lovely harmonies from yeah, you there on that one, yeah. yeah. Um, it's the only track on the album I've got no notes for in the end. I, you know. Look, you're coming to the end of the album now, and it's literally like a minute and a half long, mm. and it's just one of them songs that they put there just to fill the gap, I think. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. It's good. I like it. 17 tracks on the album, isn't there? Is that right? No, it was about 14. 14, 14 sorry. But yeah, it's not a long album. About 37, 30 odd minutes, yeah, something yeah. like that, yeah. Uh, I said before, do you know that Longview is their most played song ever live? Basket Case, ba- basket case is second, um, and She is the third most played one. What, on this album? or uh, On this album, but that's ever. One, really? two, and three. What, yeah. even before, like, American Idiot? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose American Idiot's like 10 years later, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, yeah You've got 10 years of So That was still 19 years ago. Yeah, well, 20 yeah. years ago this year. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, the last gig they played was on January the 18th, so last week or the week before, right. yeah. From this album, they played Burnout, Longview, Welcome to Paradise, She, and Basket Case. Oh, that was it. She, he, Billy Joe said, was, I haven't written that down, because it was about a former girlfriend and stuff. He, he says it's an extremely personal song, and he wanted to play that at every gig, like that will always be in their set kind of thing. No, yeah, I presume that's why that's there. Okay. What yeah. does his wife think about that? I don't know. Because he's not married to her now. He's married to his wife. Well, he's not been this married bird. to his wife for fucking donkeys years. Yeah, he has. Because wasn't it that they came, was it like in the middle of this tour cycle? He got married to her or at the end of this tour cycle or something? So you're talking 94, 95. He was married from then till mm, now. Yeah, yeah. Was it, did Trey have a reality show on MTV? Was it him who had. Mate, fuck knows. I'm sure it was him who had um, a show. I never watched it. Is he married to somebody, a celebrity as well? I don't know. I'm going to have to Google in one second. 
Frank Edwin Wright the I'll third. I'll tell you who Trey Cole reminds me of. He reminds mm. me of what's his fucking name? He played a vampire in uh, Dust Till Dawn. Oh, you mean the the guy who writ it? No, not Tarantino. No, no. He, he actually played a vampire in Dusk Till Dawn, and he was also he was in Young Guns, was he in as well? Oh fuck! Um, you don't mean like um, uh, what's his name? Cheech and Chong, obviously. Um, you know the guy out of Cheech and Chong. He no, was, no, yeah. no. He played. He was. He was a young. He was a young guy with blonde hair, blonde curly hair. Oh, what the fuck? Dust till dawn. Yeah. Oh. No, not just. Oh, not just till dawn. Fucking Lost Boys. Sorry. What a oh, Kiefer Sutherland. No, not Kiefer Sutherland. One of his uh, brothers. The guy who was in Bill and Ted. Yes. Yeah. The one yeah. In Bill and yeah, Ted. yeah. 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 I know Fucking what you mean. hell. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to think of the other name of that film. Bill and Ted. <laughs> Trey Cool reminds me of him, the blonde one. Yeah. Uh, right. We're on to well. Last track, this was on the album, wasn't it? Yes. On streaming services, they do separate them out nowadays. Okay. This is FOD. Fucking tune, this is. It comes in with such a kick in the bollocks. Oh, it does when it comes in, yeah, it's powerful. So where's the other face? The face I heard before. Your head trips boring me. Let's do the bridge we torched two thousand times before. This time we'll blast it all. Very green day, isn't it? Yeah, man. I've had this burning in my guts now for so long. My belly's aching now to say. Stuck down in her eyes. Yeah, because he loops around twice, doesn't they, on the finger, yeah. In my mind, whenever I hear this, mm. I always picture, just before they kick in, I always picture Billy Joe taking off his acoustic and smashing it on the floor. And picking up And fucking just smashing him with the electric light. Yeah, actually, to be fair to it, I don't know if this is because it's a couple of cans deep, but yeah, this is a good one. I've lost you in my ears, man. Have you lost me? I'll mess with you. Yeah, uh... Mm. Hang on. Yes, you're back. You're back, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're missing connections there. I believe it's about nowish. We spoke before, didn't we, about how, when I was younger, I had a Kerrang sticker, F-O-A-D, and I wrote the world hearts on it, yeah, and stuck it on my money bank. <laughs> um, where's the A, man? It's just F-O-D. Yeah, yeah. Why is it not F-O-A-D? I don't know. Yeah. Um, there's a massive gap, isn't there, after this? This was the era of the secret track. It's a secret track thing in it, and um, yeah. and it's Trey Cool, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is. Oh, it's a bit. Well, well, it's a bit naff. I remember you playing this. I but. always think of Bugs Bunny. Yeah, it's the wascally wabbit kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's only about a minute or so long, isn't it? As well. Mm. It's very jackass, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. 
written by Trey mm. Cool. Um, Performed by Trey Cool. We said about celebrities. Billie Eilish's favourite Green Day song. This is? Yeah. Well, she's I fucking rare enough. <laughs> no one was looking. I was thinking of you. Oh, yeah, did I mention? When I said Bugs Bunny. I was all by myself. I mean, I mean, Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the yeah. fucking all by the hunter. Yeah. All by myself. All by myself. Nice harmony there. <laughs> went to your house. Surely it's like just a lad who just took and pleasures himself, and it's. Like I'm all by myself. Having a wank. Can only mean one thing, can't it? Yeah, I mean, what do you get up to when you're all by yourself? <laughs> yeah, when you're 14 and that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Billy Joe, have you ever listened to his uh, his album of Everly Brothers covers? No. With Nora Jones? No. Okay, so he did that in 2013. Right. Stuff like, oh Christ, where is it? Uh, the big tracks apparently are Roving Gambler, Long Time Gone, and I'm Here to Get My Baby Out of Jail. But as well, he did his solo album as well in a couple of years ago, 2020. And you've got songs on it like, they're all covers, I think. And you've got this. See if you, um, actually, you'll get it straight away. She got an early. Yeah, Tiffany cover. Yeah. And this one as well. Not recognising it as you, you will. Oh, uh, the Bangles. Yeah. I mean, that's like three years ago. Oh. I saw, I, I don't know if it's because your phone listens to you as well. And uh, especially Instagram. Fuck me, I can be saying just one thing to somebody and then you look on your Instagram feed and there's a video or a picture relating to it. Mate, me and my missus, we was talking about a fucking... We was talking about having a fucking uh, canopy put up in the garden. Hmm. Just talking about mm. it. Next time I'm on fucking Facebook. Yeah, your adverts. I'm fucking there, yeah. mate. And I'm yeah. thinking, I'm fucking listening to you. Yeah. Pricks. Pricks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had that, and it, for some reason it's like throwing up Green Day stuff as well then. And um, I think it was Green Day in a... It looked like a little pub. They were playing a gig, like an acoustic gig, where mm-hmm. he got the drum set up behind him as well. Yeah, yeah. And bursting into basket case. And I watched that and I was like, how oh, fucking hell? They are a bit of a fucking legacy band and they've got this, I don't know, begrudging credit to Greendale. I thought, yeah, fucking hell, you've made it. You're a like fucking legit, like all time, Hall of Fame fucking kind of band, aren't you, yeah, really? Yeah. Um, following on from this album, as you said, you weren't. Oh no, you liked Insomniac, the one after it. Yeah. Quality. Yeah, and then you kind of fell off the yes. the track a bit after that, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um 
And then you got back on with American Idiot. American Idiot. And then how about no. subsequently from then? Shit. No good, yeah? A couple of songs here and there. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think, is this, is this the new one? Hang on. Look Ma No Brian's. Oh. To be fair, it sounds Green Day. Yeah, it's Green Day. Shit the bed. Yeah, that sounds very Green Day, actually, yeah. Um, maybe they've kind of come round full circle on it now, and it's like, this is what we do best, this is kind of what people want to listen to. Um, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, I mean... Super produced, isn't that? Isn't yeah. it that compared to... Yeah, compared to the earlier stuff. They've never really sort of... tried anything too different. They did try something a little bit different, didn't they? And it, yeah, for me, yeah, it didn't definitely. work. Yeah. But, nah, they've, I think they've had the time now. They've had the time, they've made the money, they've um, done it. Fuck off now. <laughs> oh, just don't do anything then. What's really? Point? What else are they going to do, man? Well, they've been suppose, doing... Yeah, no, that's harsh of me to say that. I mean, if it's all you've done and you love playing music, then keep on out playing your music, but... But he's... For me... He's suffered with stuff as well, hasn't he? He suffered with like mental stuff, didn't mm. they? Like cancel like tours and gigs and stuff. I think really down to like Billy Joe and I don't know, maybe not being f- feeling like he wanted to carry on doing it mm. at certain times. Um, but my takeaway from this album was the lyrics were far more in depth than I ever considered Green Day to be. I mm. thought I'm just to be turn up, as you said, hit the guitars. Um, but yeah, the, the lyrics really changed my, not changed my opinion, but gave me a new thingy on it. I was like, oh, actually, he's fucking stuff. As I say, I never really concentrated <laughs> on the lyrics that much, to be fair. Um, if you're giving this album a grade overall, or is there anything else you're going to say about it, or do you want to cut straight to the... At the time, I fucking loved it. I can't I, underestimate when they came out and that track came out. This was like, oh, this is a new scene. I yeah. mean, at the, when this come out, I was like heavily into Maiden, Guns N' Roses, Metallica, Anthrax, Megadeth, Slayer. Yeah, yeah. So when this come out, it was like. Oh fucking hell! It was a proper breath of fresh air for me, and it was just—it was nothing I'd ever heard before. Yes, and it was amazing, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. At the time, I would have given it an A plus. Yeah, I've listened to it a fucking million times. Hmm. Um, I've overplayed it. Yeah, I've listened to it too many times. So now. Is it one of them albums which is getting, like, say, a, a lower rating off you just due to it, familiarity? Yes, and that's the only reason it's getting a lower rating. But I'm still going to give it a fucking B plus. It's still a B plus. For yeah, you, even yeah. in today's standards. Yeah. Um. I think I made a bit of a uh, a bit of a stick for myself by 
early on in the in the in the episodes, giving the Metallica Metallica album a C. You fucking should have your bum smacked. Now, now I think I should have given it like a C plus, a B minus, maybe. Yeah. No. You see, when the when the Black Album was released in yeah. ninety was it ninety one? Yeah. Not in what ninety one. I was eagerly waiting for it to be released. Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh, for that album. Because I bought Unjustice for All when it first came out. Okay, yeah. And so then I went and bought Ride the Lightning, Kill Em All, Puppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was waiting 12 months for the Black Album to come out. Mm, mm. And when it came out, I was still so young. Mm. I was still at school. And I didn't... I didn't see the commercial side of it. They're all the hardcore Metallica yeah, fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. To me, it was Metallica. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It fucking was hard it was and heavy and Metallica, Metallica album. Yeah. Fucking A plus, mate. Oh, A plus. You'd still yeah. give it now. Fucking yeah, absolutely. Brilliant fucking album. Fucking that's a bold statement. Fucking brilliant album, mate. That's a, black album. That's a bold statement. Brilliant album. I, I think now I would have realistically now given it like a B minus. I should have probably ah. given it at the time. So when I recorded it holds it. so many memories for me that album. Oh, wait, I, I can't dispute you're there oh, at mate, all. I, yeah, we went to see Metallica that 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 tour. I waited years to see him and blew me I, away. Metallica on record and Metallica live, I think, are two different things though as well. Live Metallica, I don't think I've ever let people down. But they released two videos at the same time, a year and a half off. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The recording yeah, yeah. of the album, yeah. and then the fucking tour. I watched them videos. Metallica Lions have, have probably got to be one of the most consistent bands, like of like ever. Even people all through the years of Santanga being shit or whatever album people have said is is no good. Live, they've still always delivered. Yeah, like always, they fucking always do. Um, but yeah, I, Load is a, an episode coming up. I think, yeah, it'll be next after this episode. So, yeah, but um, retracing my steps a B minus. Les is throwing out the A plus. A plus, mate. Willy nilly. Mate, that album was just fucking quality from start to finish. This Green Day album, though, fully coming into it, thinking to myself, uh, yeah, it's fucking it's Green Day. I know Basket Case. I know the singles and all that kind of stuff. But I was pleasantly surprised. The harmonies, the melodies. It does get a bit samey. Yeah, it does. And that's all it's really got going for it, isn't it? Is the harmonies and the melodies. There's no fucking ripper solos. There's yeah. no fucking yeah. bridges or mm. breakdowns or anything like that. That ain't what they're about. It's just in your face, pop punk. Yeah. It fucking did the job, mm. and oh, did the job completely. Yeah. Um, personal taste, I'm giving it a C minus. I think realistically, in the place of stuff like in music, then as you say, it, it is like more up there as a, it's a genre defining album. Fucking it's a, hell, it's, it's a high B for me. It, 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 yeah, it's a genre defining album. It's just not my particular genre. But yeah, man, fucking hell. It, it, miles better than I expected going into it. When Burnout came on, I was like, 
Okay, it's going to be this. This is going to be, even though it's only 38, 39 minutes, this might be a long listen. But, man, I was singing along like any other fucker. Second listen, third listen into it, and going for the harmonies, as you say. But, uh, but yeah, fucking, yeah. I mean, I remember watching a video where, oh, God, I can't remember whether it was on, that was on telly. It was, that wasn't on, they were on the word. Yes. They were on the word. But it wasn't the word that this was on that I saw. And I was on about their album, Insomniac. And they were saying that, uh, yeah, yeah, we've got a new album coming out this year. and um, But it's shorter than Dookie. It's only 31 minutes long. And the crowd <laughs> went, Boo, and it says, but we play the tunes fucking faster. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do think Tricor always seems like a really sound kind of guy. Billy Joe, I think, might be a bit more complicated and maybe harder to be friendly with. And uh, Mike, I don't know, fucking hell, he sounds accident-prone to me. Keeps getting himself fucking injured Mate, all the while. If he can pick a peanut out of his own shit and eat it again, <laughs> then he's fucking the head, isn't he? Um, right, yeah, great, fantastic. Chuck us your comments, man, chuck us the comments back. Uh, jukeboxpod at gmail.com. Uh, as always, follow the show on Instagram at JukeboxPod. Search up Personal Jukebox Music Podcast on Facebook. Um, yeah, people have been getting uh, sending messages back on Spotify. I didn't realise there was a question and answer thing. I think you replied to one of the things on Spotify. Did I? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was other people, like the people who I don't know. So, um, yeah, that's all good. Get in touch. and uh, some, yeah, Somebody was... Um, uh, what's what's the word? They were schooling me and Ning on what program the prodigy were on originally on BBC Two or something. Um, so yeah, thank you very much to uh, the guy who did that. Well, I often listen back to podcasts, and you're saying some fucking facts, and I'm going, "That's fucking bullshit." Oh no, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> so next time I listen to that, I'm going to fucking tell you. I tell you what, I've had three people say to me that they can test Ning said on the last podcast. That um, like a virgin fucked for the very first time was a legit lyric, and they were like, "Nah, <laughs> no, that is a myth. It's an urban legend, mate." Three people said to me, oh, "I don't think that's right. It's not right. I don't know. It, it, no, it, it's an urban legend that mm. people said. She said fucked for the very first time. It'd make sense, wouldn't it? In it the lyrics, would, yeah. But yeah. I'm pretty sure that's an urban fucking myth. There Ning, you go. There you go. Um, Les, have you got a song that you'd like to play us out with? Yeah, I have actually. Okay. And I've been thinking about it yeah. all day. And I, I, I was originally going to have a song. But I changed my mind midway through the day. Mm-hmm. We went to my mum's today. Yeah. I picked up my little girl. Little girl, she's fucking 19. <laughs> and she said to me in the back, she goes, Have you heard of a band called Saliva? Yes. And I went, Fucking Saliva? Yeah. I was like spit in your mouth, and she went, "Yeah, yeah. have you heard of saliva?" And I said, "No, oh, really, I've never heard of saliva." And she says, "Click, click, boom." Oh, they're really fucking good. Oh. <laughs> anyway, got Krang on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes, "This is saliva. This is saliva." <laughs> click, click, boom. <laughs> yeah. Put it on side. That's yeah. my fucking song that I'm fucking choosing, <laughs> mate. It was so fucking limp biscuit. Did and you never heard them? No. And I said, oh, I can imagine the crowd fucking bouncing <laughs> to this. Have you heard it? 
I think like American listeners will definitely be more okay with it. The rest of their shit like this. Mm, um, sort of, but I can't. How long have they been about? I think their first album's like about '97. Fuck off. Yeah, it, it's really. Dif- it, it's a bit different the '97 stuff because new metal. Uh, I suppose it was there, but it hadn't hit. Yeah. New metal's about 2001, wasn't it? 2000. <sighs> nah, it's like. Tail end of Corn's first. I mean, Corn were 95, 96, weren't they? Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't class Corn as new, new metal. New metal boom is the peak's 2001. Two, yeah, 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 about 2000. After the Twin Towers dropped, new metal yeah, dropped. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I think this chorus. He doesn't say it, does he? Yeah. With me. Um, yeah, they, I don't know, I think they went a bit. You've you heard the term butt rock. Butt rock? Butt rock. Like, like ass rock? Yeah, like butt rock. No. Have you not, never heard that no, term before? No. Okay, like bands like, um, I suppose Nickelback could be considered butt rock. Um, I think it goes back to a, a billboard in America somewhere, and it was a radio station they had nothing but rock on it. Nothing but rock. Yeah, right, and, and everyone yeah, was yeah. like, oh, all the bands on that station are butt but rock. rock. Yeah, okay, and Saliva yeah. one of them kind of okay. bands. But um, the, the early stuff is like a bit more intricate, and then I think they became as... <sighs> Some people will, will also say wrestle metal. Do you know wrestle metal bands? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that. I think okay. they, got, they got a bit of a negative thing from that, but, man, Saliva have got tunes. I mean, I've never heard of them before until today. <laughs> <laughs> and I really, really like this song. <laughs> it's good. There's some saliva. I've got some good tracks. Go away and listen to yourself. I think I'm gonna have to. <laughs> reminds me of Limp Bizkit, Skin Dread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Papa yeah, Roach. Yeah, yeah. There's everything in there, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, yeah. There is, I suppose. Actually, um, early 2000s metal. It's looked down on now, all that period. But man, new metal's coming back. I'm telling you. Much like if you look at the fashion now. For like younger kids, not younger kids, but teens, grunge, the whole grunge fashion. You go in a fucking urban outfitters. It's all grunge stuff, man. Yeah. Right. Thank you very much, anyway, Les. You're welcome, man. You're my good one. Don't um, leave it so long next time. No, I won't do. Definitely. You can be back soon. Yeah, man. Thank you very much, guys, for listening, and I shall see you very shortly. Work to your families.